um, she just was, you really changed my thought about like my relationship with food and like how I need to feel when I'm eating certain foods. And like, that is the highest compliment to me. It's people are recognizing that that like grace and forgiveness and you don't have to be perfect. Those are the messages that I get the most. Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. there. Thank you for joining us this week. I have such a fun conversation for you. And there are those times where if you could just snap your fingers, delete the diet cycle, feel amazing in your body and have a full fridge of ready-made delicious balanced meals and snacks, all your stresses would be gone, right? Well, almost, (laughs) but it sounds really good. Maybe too good to be true. But when I tell you about our guest today, she has it all, from coaching to two personalized meals and snacks ready to go for the week. She's got you covered. Our guest today, registered dietitian Kate Peterson, is passionate about helping her clients feel good in their bodies by eating all their favorite foods free from guilt or shame or restriction. Kate teaches her clients there's room for all foods in your diet and works to help you find balance on your plate. She's working double duty, and she has just started her own meal prep company to help women ditch dieting and have ready-to-go meals each week. Sounds wonderful. Join us for this conversation. Kate, it is so wonderful to have you here. Will you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you today. And we just discovered we're fellow Midwesterners, which is always so fun. Um, So I'm Kate Peterson. I am an anti-diet dietitian, food freedom dietitian, whatever you want to call it. Um, And now a meal prepper. I guess we can add that to the repertoire too. Um, So (laughs) I have a virtual nutrition coaching business. And I just recently launched a meal prep company called Milwaukee. So Um, fully prepped meals to kind of help people through that dinner hour that can be really tough. Oh my gosh. I love hearing that combination of the two, but let's start with who is the, who is the audience that you help? Yeah, absolutely. So for my nutrition coaching business, I really help um, mainly women. Uh, I feel like we are kind of the ones that get mm, the most hardest sucked into that diet culture, dieting, you know, that whole cycle. Um, So I work with a lot of women that have pretty significant histories with dieting, um, you know, some histories with disordered eating, not necessarily eating disordered, but, you know, food rules, all of those kinds of things. Um, really helping them find that freedom with food, realizing that there is a place for all foods in our, our life. There is no place for feeling guilty and shameful with that food. Uh, and my goal, what I tell all my clients is, I just want you to feel your best. Whatever that means for you, whatever healthy is for you, I just want you to feel good. So um, that is really kind of my ideal client right there. I love, I love hearing that. And what are maybe some messages that you kind of have to keep repeating to your clients? 
please stop doing keto. I'm just kidding, but not really. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You know, I think it's really this, I find myself telling people a lot, like, I think we really get stuck in on this word healthy. Like I want to eat healthy. I want to be healthy. I want to be my healthiest version. And I think a lot of times people come to me with this like pie in the sky idea of healthy that they've seen on social media or, you know, their friend that just lost all this weight that they think is so healthy and really kind of peeling back the layers of what that means, right? Like that means something completely different for you and me. And we're both in this field of nutrition, let alone all these people that are coming to us for help. Right. Um, So that is a big challenge, but a big exciting thing for me is to really help people recognize that like there is no one size fits all to this and healthy does not have to mean what we see curated all around us. Right. Yes, 100%. Um, are you like me? Sometimes when I write the word healthy, I'm kind of like, like 100%. I? It's a little cringy, right? Yes. I always catch myself with like, mm, do I, don't I? I was just talking with a client about that the other day. We were talking about, um, you know, recipes and how to search for recipes and, and good recipes, right? And I actually had that same thing with her. She's like, should I be using the word healthy? And I was like, you know, Again, healthy means something different for everyone. And I find that sometimes that can lead you down a rabbit hole of some like diety type recipes. And I know it's just, it is a cringy word for sure. (laughs) But I think the general public understands it as, okay, this is possibly going to have more fruits and vegetables in it for me, maybe a little bit more fiber. So then I still, I still go back to using healthy, but the insides of me, I'm always like, oh gosh, it's truly. I I know. And you know, that's like totally our dietitian brain too. Sometimes where I'm like, everybody doesn't know everything that's in my brain. They don't see all of like the trash out there that we do. So it's okay to use that word. Right. I have clients that um, you know, I really try to not use that word like good and bad with food. And I have a couple of clients that if they're like texting or we're talking or whatever, they're like, I'm sorry, I know you hate that word good, but I just have to use it. <laughs> I'm not like the good and bad police, right? But it is kind of funny that it's like, it makes you pause with that word and like what that word really means. So right. when you're working with your clients, what are some things that you have revealed to them um, when you're talking mm. about different foods and those type of labels? What are some mm-hmm. things that they have found to be like, oh, I didn't realize that? I think really that idea that there is a place for all foods, right? And like kind of, I, I know this is maybe sort of cliched in the dietitian world, but like food doesn't have morals, right? You're not a good or bad person for eating food. Whenever I say that to people, they're like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like, what the heck am I doing? Why am I calling myself like a crappy person for eating a cookie? Um And that's always really eye-opening to people when we sort of peel those labels back and really look at food for what it is. And back to what I was saying before, you know, like my goal is to make my clients feel their best. And so instead of like labeling good or bad, it's kind of like, does this food make you feel your best? Or do you maybe not feel so great when you eat cookies for lunch versus a well-balanced like grain bowl, right? So it's kind of like re, I guess, reworking those labels into like, how do I feel versus like, what is this label making me feel? If that makes sense. Yes. As we are kind of in the new year and the hottest, you know, resolutions are, are coming our way. That's all we see. Um, mm-hmm. 
do people come to you for for weight loss or are they coming you for other things? And how do you kind of pivot to that direction of your philosophy? Yeah, you know, it's, I would say these days, it's, I feel very fortunate. And, and I don't know if it's just that like my messaging is out there. I've been out there doing what I've been doing for almost four years that people are like, okay, this girl is like, probably not going to help me lose weight, right? Um, or that's not going to be like our main topic of conversation. I feel like most of the clients that come to me sort of know what my mantra is and, and sort of know what they're getting into. But yeah, those people that that come that are like, I really want to lose weight, like, you know, I kind of open their eyes to like what I do and we may or may not be a fit, but I do have a lot of like the more food freedom or anti-diet type clients that do still have weight loss goals and that's okay. Right. Like I'm not anti-weight loss. Um, but what I do with them is really ask them to put that goal on the back burner. And what I talk with them about is, you know, we don't wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to lose weight today. You know, that's not an action item. If that was, nobody would have, weight issues, we'd all be losing weight left and right, right? But you do wake up in the morning and say, I am eating my five servings of fruits and veggies, I'm going to move my body for 30 minutes, I'm gonna, you know, drink water instead of soda today. And those really measurable goals that push us towards those weight loss goals, if that's something that is a goal of yours, right? But, you know, as you know, very well, like diets don't teach us those mindset pieces, they don't teach us the, the why behind what we're doing. They're just like, here, go do this. And that's why they don't work. And that's why I do what I do in really removing those, uh, those labels, you know, really um, kind of reworking these habits, bringing that mindfulness back into food and recognizing that these habit changes can drive so many different bigger goals that you have weight loss, lowering cholesterol, lowering A1C, you know, there's so many things that kind of fall into this category that you can fix, I guess, fix in air quotes with like a food freedom type approach. Oh, I love hearing that. Has this, has your mind frame right now been the same when you were going to school in for oh my dietetics? <laughs> it's so funny you say that because I was literally just thinking about this the other day. Um, where I went to school, um, or I guess when I was in school, I felt like some of the teachings were a little bit like old school. I don't know if it was like that with you when you were in dietetic school, but you know, we're still kind of learning like, low fat is better than full fat and, and that kind of thing. And that that's fine, right? That's, that's what we learn and we can kind of go and forge our own path. But um, I do remember when I first started school, kind of like almost this like hyper awareness of like everything that I'm putting in my body, right? Like when you st first start learning the macros, it's just like, oh my gosh, am I eating too many carbs? And like carbs sort of became a little bit like I shouldn't be doing this. And then I should be doing this. And like, kind of that whole battle. That was a, a first for me. I've never struggled with my relationship with food, which I am forever grateful and fortunate for. But, um, you know, when I first got out of school, I, I was interested in kind of, I guess, maybe weight loss. I think that's sort of like what we think we have to do as a dietitian, right? It's like, we don't learn about anti-diet and food freedom principles, intuitive eating. We don't learn that in school. So it's kind of like weight loss is kind of the big one, right? And then once I got into practice and, and started seeing clients, my tune kind of changed on that of like, whoa, okay, wait, a lot of people 
think they want weight loss, but what they really want is to feel good. You know, back to that feel good thing. They just want to feel good in their clothes. They want to be confident. They want to have energy. Um, and I think that in coupled with kind of my relationship with food, I'm like, a lot of people don't have that positive relationship that I have. So it was sort of this aha moment for me of like, weight loss clients are not my thing anymore. Like we are pivoting. We're going full bore into like food freedom, intuitive eating principles, all of that kind of thing. And um, I feel very fortunate that like, I kind of learned that on my own, but it is frustrating that we didn't learn that in school. And it's kind of like a self-taught thing. You know, I don't know if you feel that way too, but it's just kind of strange how we don't learn that, you know? I was fortunate enough and I'll date myself. Let's see. It was probably back (laughs) in... Uh, I graduated in 2003, so let's say 2002-ish around there. Mm -hmm. I had to read Intuitive Eating for a class. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Isn't that? And at the time, I was kind of like confused a little bit, you know, with the messaging and medical nutrition therapy and what we're learning and, well, well, how do we prevent obesity and that? And so it has been taken me years to figure this out after working with clients and seeing that they're not happy going on a super strict caloric diet and it's not working for them. And uh, it's just kind of growing and molding and and becoming who you are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That is so amazing that you did that in school. I'm so envious. (laughs) I remember when I discovered that book, I was like, this thing is amazing. But also I felt some of that confusion. Like you said, it's like, this is so wildly different from, you know, diets and all of that. Like, what is this? Right. Right. Because learning it, it was so black and white to me. And that was the exciting part. It was, it was fun to see how, you know, certain nutrients can help with cholesterol or a heart healthy diet and learning the studies behind it. Like I, I just loved learning that stuff and I still do, but it, but now it's ever changing. It's not so black and white. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. I mean, I still find myself sometimes getting off of the client or, you know, getting an update from a client and being like, oh my gosh, what the heck do I do with this? You know, and kind of like diving back into books or searching for like other dietitians in the field and like finding blog posts and like forever kind of self-educating on that. But it is not black and white and every person looks different. And that's like the exciting part and also the frustrating part. But I try to take the more exciting route with it and <laughs> be excited by it versus challenged. <laughs> what are some first steps you take with your clients um, when they work with you? Mm-hmm. I really like to learn what people's history is with their relationship with food, whether that was, you know, years of dieting, you know, the messages that their mom handed down to them about food. That's a really big one that I see with like, Uh, millennials and older is kind of that generational diet culture type stuff that's super ingrained. Um, You know, I I really try to meet my clients where they're at. And one of my favorite questions to ask people is like, what do you see as your biggest barriers? Because I can like diagnose, you know, when I listen to you talk and all of that, but I'm not in your head. I don't know your day-to-day struggles. So that is the first question that I start with in sessions is like, why is this not working for you? Why has this not worked for you in the past? What are some barriers getting in your way? And really kind of taking that and running with it because that is what's important to them. You know, as you know, we can tell someone all day, like you should do this, but if they're not bought bought into that, (laughs) it's not going to happen. Right. 
So getting that buy-in of like, this is what you see as your challenges. Let's figure this out. Um, and you're also active on social media. Uh, mm-hmm. What are some posts and reels that have resonated with your clients? Or I should say your audience. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I feel like anything that I do that's about like eating bread, people are always just like loving that. <laughs> you know, anything that's kind of like bashing keto, um, people love that. Um, you know, I, I get the most messages or people in person telling me like, oh, I really resonated with XYZ on the posts that are about like that kind of forgiveness. Like it's all going to be okay. You can eat XYZ food and it's going to be fine. Um, you know, my best friend just sent me a letter. We still kind of like write back and forth to each other sometimes. And, um, she just was like, you have really changed my thought about like, you know, my relationship with food and like how I, you know, need to feel when I'm eating certain foods. And like, that is the highest compliment to me. It's that like people are recognizing that that like grace and forgiveness and you don't have to be perfect. Like those are the messages that I get the most. And that that's just amazing. Right. Like you should feel good with the food you're eating and you should feel good in your body. And if I can help with that, that's awesome. Right. It, um, it, very heartwarming too, just just to hear that as well, because it's you know freeing up that mind space for someone in mm-hmm. for the rest of their life is tremendous. It is, yeah, and I think that you know as much as social media stresses me out and I have to take my breaks, you know, and all of that. Um, I think one of the best things about my job is that I not only can impact my clients' lives, but I get messages all the time or notes or whatever all the time of people being like, you changed my life. You changed my relationship. Like I said, with food. And I didn't even work with these people. These are people that have just like followed me. You know, they interact with my posts and that's me. I'm like, what, what a, an amazing gift that we have to be like this voice of just like changing someone's life. Right. Like I just, I love that so much. And on the hard days, like I try to remember that, like there are people out there that's like, we're changing lives. And that's, that's amazing. Yes. You have to remember that on those hard days. Cause that just got to keep going at it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So you have clients now tell us about the meal side and how kind of that got started. Yeah. So Yeah. Milwaukee is kind of my new baby. Um, I, so when I first started as a dietitian, my first role, and I I still hold it, I'm the dietitian for the county YMCA's. And one of my main roles in that job is cooking demos. And so when I first jumped into cooking demos out, uh, you know, out of dietetic school, I'm like, what the heck am I doing? Like, I like to cook, but like, this is a whole different ball game. Right. Um, started doing them, love doing cooking demos, love teaching people with food and being like, Hey, these are all the things that we talk about doing, but here is the actual food, the meal. It's so easy to do this. Now go do this. And I I just found that there was so much like, I guess, amazement in how simple food can be so good and so good for you. And so that was kind of the spark of that. And in working with clients really recognize like, you know, I'm getting clients to this point of feeling really good about themselves, feeling good with their food choices. And we kind of hit this, this crossroads where it's like, okay, now go off and be free around food. And a lot of people then don't know how to take that next step. They don't want to cook. They don't have time to cook. They don't know how, you know, they don't have the resources. And 
while I do work virtually and I have people around the country as clients, a lot of my client base is here in Milwaukee. And um, so I was like, you know what? I think I just like need to start meal prepping, right? People want this. People are always like, come cook for me. You know, after cooking them, I was like, can I hire you? I'm like, well, now you can hire me. I can cook for you. Um, and I think being in this place of that food freedom space, you know, a lot of the the meal prep companies around me are very macro heavy. You know, they're giving you the macros on the meals. They're giving you the calorie counts on the meals. They're They're really taking this like, almost diety approach to those meals and that meal prep. And so that's one thing that I really wanted to bring into that is marrying this food freedom with that meal prep. You know, I don't put calorie counts on my meals. I I give ingredients. I talk if it's like dairy-free, gluten-free, heart-healthy, that kind of thing. But other than that, like my clients trust that I'm a dietitian. They know what I do and I'm giving you a really good meal that's healthy, nutritious, delicious, and, you know, approachable. And that to me was really important is making that that whole meal piece approachable and accessible to people. That's a huge undertaking. Now you could have just been like, <laughs> yeah, you can just, here's the recipe. Um, how do yeah. you even get started in something like that? <laughs> um, just jump in. Honestly, I, I feel like that's been kind of like my whole mantra in like business with myself is like, I get this idea. I think about it a little bit. I research it a little bit. And then I'm just kind of like, well, here we go. We got to do this. Um, so <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it's something that I would wanted to do for a while. So I, I'd kind of, my, my ears were kind of perked up whenever I would hear people talk about meal prep or I would see companies come along, you know, I kind of break down their website. Like, how are they doing ordering? How, what kind of meals are they offering? What's the cadence? Uh, you know, of ordering. That was a project that I had my intern do. Give me all the details of all these companies, right? Um, and then I just kind of, so my 2022 word was fun. So I was trying to just like embrace this idea of fun with it, right? Like what would be fun for me? What would make sense for my clients? And just honestly jumped in and started, you know, Um it is kind of crazy when I think back on it and like just how blissfully ignorant I was like that first week, I was like, it'll be super easy. Like it'll take me maybe like two hours to cook. You know, there's a lot of stress that comes with it, but it is like a lot of fun too. It really is. Are you able to have a, do you cook in a facility and do you have help? (laughs) Um, so it's just me right now. Um, and Eventually, that's actually a goal of mine this year is to move to a, hopefully my own or bigger facility. Um, I'm, I'm using a restaurant kitchen space right now. Um, it's perfect for what I'm doing, but I'm growing and it's a pretty small restaurant. So, um, you know, my, my physical space is really limited in terms of like fridge and that kind of thing. But it is perfect for what I'm doing right now. So in that capacity, like that's kind of a goal is to continue to grow into a bigger space. Um, You know, as you know, you have to use a commercial kitchen. There's not a lot of commercial kitchen space around here. Um, So a dream of mine is to have my own kitchen space, rent that out to other people that want to use it, you know, kind of make that another part of my business. Um, And then, yeah, I would love to bring on help. I, I feel very fortunate. I have some amazing people in my life, a couple of them dietitians that are like, when you're ready, like, I'm jumping in. So that's really cool. And, but you know, right now I'm, I'm three or four months in, it's still very much my baby. I still very much am like learning and I'm not quite ready to hand the reins over, but 
like I said, it's growing. So it's, I'm going to need help soon. <laughs> there is such a need. I mean, you don't really have yeah. to do much market research. People want this. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a bigger jump coming into the new year? Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, it's funny. December was, so I started the second week in October and October was crazy. First half of November was really busy. And then the months between like Thanksgiving and Christmas, or I guess Thanksgiving and New Year's still busy, but definitely not what I was seeing like pre beginning of November. This last week, all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, everybody is like needing meals again. I had a handful of new clients, which was awesome. You know, people that were like, I saw your stuff, was kind of waiting for the new year. And like, that's a huge compliment. Like, thank you for letting me help you on this, you know, new year's journey, whatever that is for you. So yeah, definitely a big jump up. um, And I'm expecting it to keep growing. Um, And I see you have meals and snacks and... Mm -hmm like a kind of some breakfast, a little options too. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have the full package. It looks like. <laughs> yeah. So when I first started, I was doing um, just three meals. So I was doing a vegetarian option, some kind of poultry, so like chicken or turkey option, and then some kind of like beef or fish option. So my first month, it was just those three meals. That's all I was doing. Kind of just jumping in, getting my feet wet, figuring everything out. Right. Um, and then I slowly started to add like salads and then I added soups and then the snacks have been really great. Like, you know, that's something that a lot of people, it's a, an easy little add on, but you know, I teach my clients like snacking is a, an important part of your day of eating. Right. So don't forget that. So including things like hummus, energy bites, I'm the overnight oats is new this week. So that's a breakfast option. I do smoothies. Um, so it's just, it's easy things on my end to prep, but they take a lot of stress off of people's days. And at the end of the day, that's what I want to help you with, you know? So, yeah. And then this week I'm also starting take and bake. So that's something that I want to get into more is like kind of the family style meals, the people that maybe do want to pop something in the oven and have their house smell good, um, but don't necessarily have the time or the interest in shopping, prepping, all of that kind of thing. So just starting off slow this week um, with sides, I'm doing a Parmesan roasted broccoli. So they'll have everything they need. They just have to like put the the seasoning and the olive oil on a pan with the broccoli, pop it in the oven, um, but want to expand that a little bit more with like pasta bakes or whatever that looks like for family style meals. I could have used you last night. I had a complete <laughs> flop last night when I made. I still have those myself. <laughs> it was pasta carbonara and the cheese was a very strong cheese. And the smell of the cheese. Uh, oh, it just, no. It didn't. My house still kind of stinks. So. Uh, the worst, right? <laughs> yes. You're like, air it out. <laughs> Light all the candles. <laughs> yes. Even if it's cold, yep. open, the, open up the windows. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just am so impressed. You are a hardworking girl to combine yep. both of the two, but you see the need together. Uh, what would your be last takeaway for, for someone starting this journey? Yeah, you know, I, I think I had a post on it a couple weeks ago. My best advice for anybody starting this journey is that like, start small and start realistic. You know, we, we hear all of these like, start drinking your greens, cut out all carbs, stop eating stop, or sugar, stop drinking. Like, yeah, those are fine, I guess. 
they're not really, but you know, those are really extreme and really hard. And I, I just find that we're really bad at the basics. We need to get back to eating five servings of fruits and veggies a day, to drinking water, to getting movement in, you know, those things are so simple and so basic, but you got to nail those consistently before we can move on to other things. And if you are someone that's starting that journey or, you know, in the middle of that journey and really kind of struggling, I would encourage you to get back to the basics and just nail those consistently every single day and make it happen. It doesn't have to be this whole big life changing thing, right? (laughs) We want it sustainable. Um, Where can people find you and connect with you? Yeah. So Instagram's probably the best. Kate Peterson Nutrition. Um, my meal company is Mealwalkie. So it's like Milwaukee, only meal, Mealwalkie meals. Um, those are the two places that I am on. Otherwise I've got Facebook too, but Instagram's probably the best. And everyone in the area needs to be checking out your meals. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I agree. Let me cook for you. <laughs> Thank you, Kate, so much for sharing your time here, um, giving such great information. And we are just going to keep cheering you on 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 your meals. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) I had so much fun talking with her. I think my favorite line from our conversation is when Kate says, stop doing keto. Just kidding. Not really. just uh, makes me laugh. Every single time I heard her say that while I was editing, I was laughing so loud at Starbucks. (laughs) I'm sure people thought I was crazy, but there is so much truth into that. And I hope you enjoyed this conversation because every expert has a different way of sending this non-diet message and hope something has really spoke to you. I feel like I have known Kate for years and her dedication to helping her clients not only change their mindset, but to offer balanced meals each week is amazing. She's finding that solution for them. Years ago, I started a class in a retail setting and I offered weekly coaching classes and I also packaged up their meals for the week. I called the program Fast Fit Food, kind of cringe, but I worked my little tail off. And for Kate to tackle both sides of this service is amazing. I can't wait to keep cheering her on. So be sure to go and follow her. Thank you so much for listening this week and joining us on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.